Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Wednesday morning. So before we get into this, I got my bracket filled out yesterday. Did you fill yours out? You done? Not sure I'm going to because so there's there's so many variables involved. There always are, of course, but this year it's so wide open. I might I might fill one out later. So I kind of I have a ESPN Plus subscription. I think you do too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they make it real easy if you do it through like a website and you do an app. They have like this prediction software that makes it like because I know I was kind of complaining about it yesterday. I was like I feel like I'm taking a test. I'm filling these things out. I feel like I'm going back to high school, but. The prediction way they set it up made it. I mean, I did it in two seconds. Picked Alabama to win the whole thing. I think I have Houston, Alabama as the final. Well, uh, the I have I have Alabama to win the thing too. When you boil everything down, but again, so many odd things can happen. I do think Alabama is the best team among all of them playing. I do not like Purdue. Most do not like Purdue. Houston is squirrely, and Houston comes from a. The American Athletic Conference, which is not among the strongest, there are a lot of folks who think Gonzaga is going to come through. I I don't agree. I believe I, I have I have them. I think I have them at the four. I think I have them down to the final four. It's going to rankle you. I really feel like Kansas has a great shot. At I it. also put I put them I put them close. I put my Wildcats in at least to the sixteen. I think playing with your heart, man. You're hey, gonna, you're going to go. Who poor. cares? Not, it's just money anyway. That was that, that one. Send some my way. It is money. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, spoken from a guy who doesn't have any. Uh, we did have the play-in round. Who won? These are the first two games of the play-in round. Now, the play-in round is four. There are two more games coming up uh, tonight. And these are qualifiers. It's kind of a uh, it, it's a 68-team field. It's now 66 teams because two of them are gone. But in the first game, Texas A&M Corpus Christi just did hold off Southeast Missouri State. The, the Red Hawks from Cape Girardeau had a chance to win the thing, just couldn't quite pull it through, and A&M Corpus Christi won at 75-71. That earns for them a trip to Alabama, thank you, to play Alabama. That'll be the end of their road. The other game was Pittsburgh and Mississippi State. Mississippi State had three shots at the end of the game from underneath to win it, and the ball wouldn't roll in. Pittsburgh 60, Mississippi State 59. And that earns for Pittsburgh a game with Iowa State, which is a number 11 seed. So those two teams are in. Now tonight they have two more play-in games. One is the lower level in these uh, mid-major, Texas Southern, which is from the SWAC. And they'll play fairly Dickinson in one game. The other game is Arizona State from the Pac-12 against Nevada. You know who Nevada's coach is? Steve Alford used to coach the Missouri State Bears. That'll be interesting. Those winners advance on into the competition as well. And then the big dance, the main dancing, begins tomorrow. And uh, did you say something about not coming in today or tomorrow? <laughs> no, yeah. it, it, no, no, no. It, the, these games, they're going to go on regardless of You're what You're going to be able do. to catch some basketball oh, no yeah. matter what. Speaking sure. of which, Lady Bears play tonight, WNIT. What's the challenge for them? It's a pretty good one. They're going to play Nebraska up in Lincoln. Now, the Lady Cornhuskers, I'm not sure that's what they call themselves, but we will. Lady Huskers are don't have the same record that the Lady Bears do. Lady Bears have 20 wins. Nebraska has 16, 16 and 14, and 8 and 10 in the Big Ten Conference. There's the key right there. They're playing in the Big Ten. They played the likes of Ohio State and Iowa National Powers. 
and not fared very well against them. But uh, Nebraska does have a good team. Amy Williams is their coach. It'll be a good little challenge for the Lady Bears, but I wouldn't sell them short. These kids are playing for some pretty good basketball. So that game is tonight. It's the WNIT. There are 64 teams in it. Good competition. Well, something to watch as well. Last but not least, it is the final week of high school basketball. When does that start? It all begins tomorrow. And these are the it's four classes four, five, and six that are coming in to play tomorrow at the Great Southern Bank Arena and the Hammond Student Center. All the games tomorrow are in Class 4, and there are no area teams involved in that. That's two boys' games starting at 12 noon and then two, and then the girls' games at 6 and 8. Then on Friday, Classes 5 and 6 begin, and of course... The interns' focus will be on the Class 6 boys because his alma mater, the Kickapoo Chiefs, are playing in that competition as well. So we'll talk more about that coming up tomorrow. But this is the final week for high school basketball. It ends after the championships, or the champions, I should say, are crowned over the weekend. Then it's on to high school baseball. Go Chiefs! World Baseball Classic. So far, been pretty interesting. Interesting to see some of these friendships spark up between some of the players on the international teams. But it's kind of a challenge for Team USA right now, isn't it? The one, the one that made me laugh the other night was the USA was playing Canada, and here is the the first baseman, of course, is Paul Goldschmidt for the Cardinals. Well, he's down there and he's having a great time with the Canadian base runner on there who happens to be his teammate, <laughs> Tyler O'Neill. I said, "What is this? What kind of competition?" Anyway, they're playing for their nations. The USA team plays tonight. And this will be the final game in their pool. If the USA wins this one, they are right into the quarterfinals. Most of the other teams have now qualified for the quarterfinals. By that, I mean those who are going to qualify, like Japan and Korea and teams who are really a Dominican Republic. They're, they're already, they've played their pool, and they're going to the quarterfinal round. USA wins it tonight. It's all they have to do is beat Colombia, and Colombia is really struggling badly. They were beaten by Canada 5-0 yesterday. If the USA wins this one, they're into the quarterfinal round, and that begins this weekend down in Miami. It all wraps up coming up this weekend. They'll be in Miami for the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and then the championship, which is early next week, and then the World Baseball Classic is over for four years, and these guys all go back to spring training. Hey, Mike, the season opens up on March 30th, and that's for all the teams, March the 30th. So I'm looking at the weather forecast, which is a mistake always, but looking at it and seeing where the temperature this weekend is going to be about 17. Damn well better warm up before that because there ain't going to be much baseball with 17 degrees. (laughs) Oh, man. Brr. Uh, so official league business can start today for the most part, mm-hmm. um, but we already know a lot of moves have been made. We already know some contracts have been pretty much done unofficially. But uh, yesterday, word got out that uh, Denver is going to be picking up a running back from Cincinnati. It surprised me a little bit. Samaje Pirine, he's not one of the not one of the great running backs, but he was just murdered on the Kansas City Chiefs uh, in the times they played. And Pirine is a very good, good athlete. Not a great athlete, but a very good one. And I wonder, Mike, how many know that the all-time, and get this now, college football's all-time single season, I'm sorry, single game, single game rushing champion is Samaje Pirine. 
He rushed for 400, get this now, 427 yards when Oklahoma played Kansas in 2014. Now, KU wasn't very good, but OU just steamrolled them that day. One, I thought, oh gosh, huge score. But P. Ryan, 427 yards in one game, and that's the still standing NCAA record. Anyway, he goes to the Denver Broncos, signed as a free agent, so he'll play twice this year against the Chiefs. And he is a good back, but uh, the Bengals' front line was also a big reason why he was able to... They they were a really good front line, despite the fact that the quarterback seems to get sacked a lot by the Chiefs, too. (laughs) Last but not least, baseball Bears, Missouri State, were on the diamond yesterday. How they do? And will be again today, but in a different locale. Bears played Southeast Missouri, and that's the same athletic program as in the first four last night. This was the baseball team, and they were up here to play the Bears yesterday. Good ball game, good pitching ball game for a while. Now you say, how could they play when it was that cold? I tell you, I sat out in the sun and it was it wasn't warm, but it certainly was not uncomfortable when that sun when the sun went behind these stands and went down changes everything. Uh, it meant going home. <laughs> <laughs> the players are playing, that's fine. They're young, but this old man's going home. Anyway. Uh, it was an 11 to 1 win for Missouri State. Had a couple more home runs. This team is 10 and 5 on the year. What's interesting is now they get on a bus, and they may have already done so. I don't know, but they're playing Southeast Missouri again. But it's in Cape Girardeau this time. So within 24 hours, they'll change fields. First was here, 11 to 1 Bears. We'll see what happens this afternoon. Then the Bears bus up to uh, St. Louis and fly to Greenville, North Carolina for a weekend series with East Carolina University, which is very, very good. They are a top level baseball team. That'll be a heck of a challenge for the Bears. God, I'd hate to be their travel agent, Ned. You have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow, sir.